This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 77. When should I start preparing under test conditions for my IELTS exam? You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Get started with our seven easy steps to a seven or higher at allearsenglish.com slash S-E-V-E-N. Now, let's get to the show. In today's episode, you'll find out exactly how to create your roadmap and when you should start taking IELTS practice tests. Get the top five mistakes that IELTS test takers make at our webinar tonight, July 6th at 5 p.m. Boston, New York time. Go right now to allearsenglish.com forward slash mistakes to register now. See you tonight. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Jessica, how are you doing today? What's up? <laughs> I'm good. I am really good. I, really? I know I'm talking about my knee a lot. I won't talk about it for the next few episodes, I promise. But I am like almost walking again already. So oh, I, my, I'm just so excited. I feel great. I'm glad and you And you feel great too. I feel good. I just took a vacation to a place called Block Island off the coast of Rhode Island and it was awesome. I feel really Sounds good. So beautiful. I'm and so relaxed. Jealous. It was so cool, you know, and I love seafood. When you go to an ocean oh. type place, you sit and you can oh. eat lobster rolls and, and, oh. you know, crab cakes and whatever. Yeah. It's just great. Yeah. Anything seafood related, I'm a fan of. Just so good. All of it. Oh, so gosh. good. So good. Yeah. So we're <laughs> feeling good here at IELTS Energy and we hope that you guys are feeling good too and that you guys are, you know, working hard for IELTS, but also yeah. balancing your life a little bit, right? Because if we, exactly. if we get burnt out, we just can't do any good for ourselves or others if we're burnt out, right? Exactly. Exactly. So I think, yeah. I think both of our reasons for feeling good, right? Show yeah. that y- like, like, like for me, I have to work really hard at the, at trying to like get my muscles memory back. And so I have that goal, you know, and I'm feeling really good about working towards my goal. But then you also have to take a break like Lindsay in order to get that energy back. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. And that's why, you know, in our course, we we build in these days of relaxation, right? Yeah. Every seventh day, we ask you to take the time off, take the day off and go out into nature and enjoy your life a little bit because your life, you it can't be all about IELTS. It's got to have something else going on. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh, for sure. Oh, how boring would that be? Oh my that gosh. That would be boring. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, our course is definitely awesome and not boring at all, but it, it cannot awesome. be your whole life. <laughs> yeah. And we know that you guys are busy. You have families and you have a lot of pressure. So sometimes just taking a little weight off your shoulders by taking a couple of days off is good. Yeah. Yeah. So 
planning, right? That's, that works into our topics, what we're talking about. So we yeah. had a, a question from a mm-hmm. student who's on our course, actually. Yeah, that's right. We had a question from one of our students and he was wondering if he's doing too, spending too much time doing exercises and learning strategies, but he's worried that he's not applying those strategies in a real test a simulated test practice situation. So what do you think about that, Jessica? I mean, when do we implement practice tests and when do we get ourselves into that mode of preparing for the actual exam? We always talk about balanced Mm -hmm. practice, right? Strengthening your overall ability because Mm -hmm. IELTS is an English proficiency test. It's testing your level of English, not your test taking level, right? It's your level. We strengthen that. Right. Right. But you also have this test strategy Mm -hmm. and test steps and knowing the test, right? You need a balance of both. So when you're doing your test practice, think about it this way. First, you need to be good at the test. You need to be good at the strategies. Don't worry about time. Okay. You need to think about like writing, for example. Okay. Okay. You need to first worry about writing the best essay you can and then after you do that, then you worry about doing that quickly. Same, yeah. Same with like, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. So this, yeah. Uh huh. So the strategies are the foundation, right, Jessica? That's what you're saying. You really need to learn those strategies to be able to then escalate those skills into the test practice, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, like my knee, right? So I have to train my leg to walk again. And I, so I'm going really slowly right now. I'm using crutches. Yeah. I'm, focusing on each muscle, right? That's what you do on the test. You go slowly, you focus on each skill, each step that we give you and do each step well. And then I'll try and walk faster. And then you'll do the test faster. I like that. I I really like that analogy. That's fantastic. I mean, it's it's also (laughs) like building a house made of, you know, made of nothing, made of clay or something, right? You have to have a strong foundation, the good materials to build your house of IELTS skills, right? And then you can scale up and move faster. But in the beginning, if you don't have those strategies, then you don't have anything more than someone who is just out kind of willy-nilly grabbing resources here and there and they have (laughs) no plan. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So I think, you know, there's enough to worry about on the test. Like you, there's so much on, on your mind when you're preparing. So take, take this element of time and take it out for now. Don't worry about it yet. Okay. okay. Worry about doing each step correctly. Guys, something very exciting is happening this evening. We're having a live webinar with Lindsay and Jessica. We're going to show you the five mistakes that IELTS test takers make. We think that you might be making these same mistakes and we want to help you stop making these mistakes and get on the right track. Go right now to allearsenglish.com forward slash mistakes. That's allearsenglish.com forward slash M-I-S-T-A-K-E. E-S and register. Grab your spot now before your time runs out. See you tonight on the webinar. Okay. For how long? So let's imagine that we have a 30-day plan. Yeah. At what point are we going to add in those practice tests, Jessica? When yeah. are we going to start to move away from the strategy? We have the strategy. Now we can move into the faster ap- application of those strategies. Yeah, yeah, what do you yeah. Think? So 
Um, yeah. If you have 30 days, let's say one month before you take the test, um, I would give yourself like a week to a week and a half of timing yourself and really focusing on being fast, finding all the questions in an hour, you know, focus on time a week to a week and a half before the test. Great. Okay. So the first three weeks then we're really just pounding out those strategies. We're making sure they really are like a part of us, right? We're internalizing them so that we can really recall them quickly on the exam. We need to know them like the back of our hands. Do you like that expression? (laughs) That That's always so fun. I wonder where that came from. I like that expression. (laughs) I like it. I I don't know. Do you use that expression? I do. I I use it sometimes. I use it because it's so second nature. (laughs) We use that idiom all the time to know something like the back of your hand. But like the back like when of your you hand. You have to think about it. You're like, why did you? Why was that chosen as? I don't know. The maybe because we always, maybe because we always look at the back of our hands. I don't know, but this doesn't mean <laughs> that you guys should write the answers on the back of your hand. Don't do that. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Step one: plan. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. No. Don't do that. Don't. We don't. We don't advocate for that. But anyways, guys. Okay. So we want to kick in with the test practice at the end of the 30. And what about a 60 day plan? Jessica, what point are we going to kick in with the test practice? I would say then two weeks before. Same. You know, okay. so okay. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have one month, give yourself one week before the test to practice the timing, really focus on those practice tests, you know, but you have three weeks to get good at the test and then you have a week to put it under test conditions. So if you have 60 days, if you have two months to prepare, then save two weeks at the end before the exam. I like to really, okay. yeah, like muscle down, yeah. focus on doing all the practice tests you can and really working out the time timing issues. I like it. So don't panic. Our listeners shouldn't be panicking if they feel like they're not spending enough time doing those practice tests. Because again, if we just jump into the practice test with no strategies, we're not making a smart choice, right? Exactly. So yeah, yeah, you know, first you need to find the strategies. Of course, our course does that. Um, We have four modules that tells you all the strategies for every question type, everything you see on the test. Um, Because Mm -hmm. the reading and listening, there's the same question types every test. And there's a lot of the strategies that you use for every question, but you have to know that some questions are slightly different and you must approach them a different way. So you need to learn these differences, these, these mm-hmm. idiosyncrasies, these weird things about the test. Nuances. And practice yeah, these, yeah. these strategies, these systems, really, really feel comfortable with them before you start putting pressure on yourself to do things fast. I, I really like that philosophy. I think that makes a lot of sense because then we go into the test and we know the nuances of the test. At that point, the test no longer scares us yeah. because we know what these question types are about. We know what's going to happen. We know what the examiner wants on the speaking mm-hmm, test, right? Mm-hmm. We know what the examiner wants on the writing test. We don't need to be intimidated. We can root ourselves in what we already know and then we can plow through with those practice tests. Good. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we yeah. talk, a, cool. we talk a lot about how like the examiner can, can feel if you are relaxed and confident, you know, in the speaking test. But I think that also comes through in the writing as well. Because how so? You know, if you if I see an essay with lots of stuff crossed out, lots of things erased, lots of, you know, like stops and starts, then that doesn't come across as a confident writer or um, Mm. a capable writer to me. Right? Yeah. But if you know how to plan and you know how to organize, that's going to come through in the 
confidence in your writing as well. So Right. Because the planning is done beforehand, right? Before we mm-hmm. start writing, we're not trying to plan while we're actually writing the essay. And that's where those scratch marks come through. And we yeah. can see, as you said, that you're not confident. Mm-hmm. And it's going to lower the score yeah. automatically in the yeah. examiner's mind Definitely. when they're grading the test. Yeah. Okay. So we want to let our our listeners know if you guys are creating your own roadmap, again, we don't recommend it necessarily, but if you are, make sure that you understand that, right? We've got to be learning those strategies first, giving a good amount of our time, about three quarters of our time. Exactly. Spending that time going ahead and getting those strategies, internalizing them. Then we move to the test practice. Yeah. I think jump ahead. I think that's a perfect ratio. Three quarters of your time to get good at the test, a quarter of your time to sit down under test conditions. I think that's the perfect sort of way to sum it up. Yeah. And Jessica, one one last question. Would you ever recommend our listeners taking a kind of pre-test as a practice test? Is that something that you would recommend that we do? That's tough. I think if you are upper intermediate already, if you mm-hmm. are already that I, that level, you could mm-hmm. take a pretest and then you could do a course to sort of backtrack and find your mistakes. But you know what, guys? Um, I think if you are below that, even like an intermediate level, mm-hmm. I think it scares you. I think it's going it to steal you. Okay. Yeah, that's going to steal Ooh. your confidence. And you're going to be like, oh my gosh, this is the most difficult test in the world. I'm never yeah. going to be able to do this. So I don't think oh. you should approach the test yet. I think you should really. Mm-hmm. Focus, I mean, look at a test. Sure. Look at a practice test. Yeah, because so you know, that's one of our steps, right, that yeah. we recommend. Yeah. Do your research, right? But, right. you know, don't freak yourself out yet if you don't have to. So <laughs> look okay. at a test, do some research, <laughs> and then really work on the strategies, work on strengthening your skills, and then you could get into those practice tests. Okay. I love it. Awesome. And guys, if you want to know what those seven steps are to get started with this test, if you're just approaching the IELTS from the beginning, you're a little confused about where to start, you can always go to allearsenglish.com forward slash S-E-V-E-N and you'll get the seven easy steps to a seven or higher that Jessica has prepared for us to show us exactly what to do Mm -hmm. each step of the way. Awesome. All right. Very cool. (laughs) Any final words of wisdom? Anything? Just keep working hard, guys, and don't panic. You know, just panic. go yes. about it in an organized way and you're going to be fine. Breathe, right? Breathe. Just breathe. If you're feeling nervous, you're not sure what to do. Breathe, sit down and reevaluate, you know, step back and figure out the best step to move forward. The next easiest. Exactly. Step. step by step. Yeah. Step by step. That's right. Okay. Very good. Thanks for hanging out today, Jessica. This has been great. Thanks, Lindsay. Have a wonderful day. All right. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.